Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Here's my daddy, Josiah Novak. Hey, what's going on? It's Josiah Novak with thetruetransformation.com. And today we are going to be talking about intermittent fasting and calories. And we're going to talk about both intermittent fasting by itself. And then if you are worried about how many calories you should be eating, if you are fasting, or if you're not fasting, how many calories you should be eating, this video is going to cover that as well. So I want to jump into the main topic, which is fasting first. What the heck is intermittent fasting? We've talked about this on previous videos and different podcasts. And the most important thing to remember with fasting is that it's simply not eating food or calories for typically an extended period of time, longer than you would normally go without food. Most people fast for somewhere between six to 10 hours a day, simply because they sleep and they don't eat either right before bed or when they wake up. Thus, that time period that they're sleeping plus the time before and after bed is technically a fasting period. Now, what's happened over the years is fasting has become a fat loss tool. It's it's also become a marketing ploy to encourage you to think a little bit different, right? Instead of having to eat breakfast, having to eat meals around the clock, eating your food in a shorter window of time, thus having larger meals, more filling meals, more satiating meals so that dieting and losing fat becomes easier. It's that's it, right? There's no like magical thing about fasting. Yes, there are studies done on longer fasts, right? We're talking 24, 48, 72 hours that have been proven to show some health improvement, right? But when it comes to fat loss, fasting is not a magical tool. It's not going to automatically make you burn more fat if you're simply skipping a meal. Now, what will make you burn more fat is eating less calories than you burn consistently enough, long enough to see your body take its own body fat, use it as stored energy, use it as fuel to make up for that gap, right? That gap of how many calories you burn versus how many calories you eat. That's the only way to lose fat, simply the only way. All right, but how does intermittent fasting actually work, okay? So typically what what happens with fasting is that you're going to cut out a meal. And most people cut out breakfast, right? They wake up, they skip breakfast, and they go till, let's say, lunchtime to have their first meal. So if you were used to eating, let's call it 500 calories for breakfast, and then you have your lunch, which it was whatever it was, lunch, dinner, maybe a snack, All you're doing is you're taking those 500 calories from your breakfast meal and you're now putting those calories into your lunch, dinner, and snack calories so that you have larger meals to consume so that you're not as hungry in between meals. What ends up happening is that a lot of people who start fasting aren't even worried about calories. They haven't even tracked their calories. They haven't even tracked how much protein they eat every day. They have no idea of what their intake looks like. So when they start fasting, they cut out one meal, typically breakfast, and all of a sudden their calories go down naturally. Because if they eat the same thing they normally do for lunch, dinner, and maybe a snack, well, then all they're doing is lowering calories from not eating breakfast. And thus, a lot of people see weight loss because they're now burning more calories than they eat 
on a daily basis without really having to worry about tracking calories. Now, this is not the case for everyone. What ends up happening for a lot of people is they still eat the same amount of calories that they were before and wonder why they're not losing weight from this whole fasting thing. And we're going to talk about calories because calories still matter even when you're intermittent fasting. All right. So now that you know the basics around fasting, um, there's obviously different ways to fast. You could skip dinner and go a longer period of time in the evening and then sleep. And then you wake up and you've just gone an extended period of time without food. All we're trying to do is figure out when are you the most hungry? When do you run into trouble with your appetite? And then put more calories around those times so that your natural hunger rhythm, your natural appetite rhythm, and what you deal with every day is just has a little bit more lifestyle-friendly protocols, all right? So you just have more food to play with when you're more hungry. That's really it, okay? At the end of the day, um, will you start to lose muscle if you intermittent fast? No, right? A lot of people get worried about, well, if I don't eat six meals a day and have protein every two hours, am I going to start to lose muscle? And the truth of the matter is no, as long as you're getting sufficient calories and protein throughout the course of a day, three days, week, month, you're going to be just fine. Obviously, continuing to train, continuing to work out, continuing to be active, you will continue to see your body look good, feel good, perform well, and improve health. Okay, so the the couple things to consider with fasting, if you've never done it before, if you struggle with any kind of eating disorder, okay, so if going longer periods of time without food will cause you to mentally lose focus, lose track of what you're doing and, and start to crave things simply out of food addiction, then fasting may not be the best thing for you. You may want to work slowly into it or you may want to avoid it completely. Now, I'm no doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. Uh, I'm, I'm someone who's just been coaching people in fitness and helping them lose weight and get lean and stay lean for the past decade and a half. So I've seen numerous people enjoy fasting. I've also seen people who can't stand fasting. It just doesn't work for them. If you're someone who's super busy and you don't have an appetite during parts of the day, then I would suggest fasting because then you don't have to worry about food when you're not hungry, when you're not worried about anything in terms of eating. All you're trying to do is get work done or you have things to do on your to-do list that takes up most of your time and your mental energy. Okay, Um, so there's also the whole idea that fasting will improve mental focus. And I have seen this myself. I've seen this for a lot of people. Going without food uh, can definitely improve your ability to focus, especially in the morning, get things done, uh, and be more productive. Okay, sometimes eating slows you down, takes some energy, and, and it takes energy to digest that food, and thus you can't apply that energy to whatever tasks you have to do for that day. Just something to consider, okay? So some people, though, need breakfast. Maybe they work out middle of the day and they like to have some food before they train. Maybe eating breakfast helps people feel better. There is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to fasting. And a lot of people want to know, well, what if I'm trying to build muscle? What if I'm not so much worried about losing fat and my main priority is adding weight? Yes, you can still fast, you can definitely fast as long as your calories are where they need to be. And we're going to transition now to talking about calories because people want to know, should I still eat the same amount of calories that I was before fasting if I start fasting? Now, the bottom line with calories is that even if you fast or even if you don't fast, 
the calorie targets won't change depending on your goals. Now, what should your calories be? Obviously, there are some individual factors that come into play here. One of the biggest factors is what have you been eating? How much have you been eating? And what has your body been doing with that amount of calories? If you come into my coaching program and you say, well, I've been eating 3,000 calories a day on average, and my weight has been stable for the past three months. Great. Then we know to maintain your weight, you need to eat around 3,000 calories. Now, if you come to me and say, I have no idea how many calories I'm eating. One day I might eat 500 calories, maybe. The next day I might eat 5,500 calories because I have pizza, beer, and whatever. Then what we may need to do is stabilize your intake a bit, figure out how much you're eating on average, how much you like to eat on average, see what your weight does, and then from there determine what your maintenance calories are, and then we transition into either losing weight or gaining weight and adjusting calories based off those goals. The average male burns about 2,800 calories a day. Okay, The average male needs about 2,800 calories to maintain his weight. The average female needs about 1,800 calories to maintain her weight. These are just pieces of data that come from studies on people on average, how much it takes to maintain weight. So I'm not going to get into specifics that you could say, okay, I know exactly how much I need, but these are starting points. So let's say you're an average guy just trying to lose weight. Well, we know that in order to lose one pound of body fat, okay, so one pound of body fat, you need to burn 3,500 calories more than what you eat in order to do that. So typically what I do is I'll take 3,500 calories, divide it by seven, which makes 500 calories per day. And we take that 500 calorie number and we divide that, like I said, we, we take that and we make a 500 calorie deficit um, per day, which allows us to still eat a decent amount of food. So in this case, an average guy who needs 2,800 calories to maintain his weight, we would bring that down to 2,300 calories and we would start there and we would try to hit 2,300 calories with sufficient protein. In this case, 0.8 to one gram per pound of lean body mass on average or somewhere within that range. We would try to hit those amount of calories with healthy foods seven days a week and see what your weight does. If you start dropping two or three or four pounds a week, then we know we went too low. If you start to uh, gain weight on those calories, then we know we're too high. So we can start to play around with things and adjust things as needed. Um, Okay, daddy's doing a video. Get out, please. Thanks. My boys just came into my podcast studio and my video studio here and and told me it was going to (laughs) rain. Real life. So um, at the end of the day, if we have our, our calorie targets, okay, then we know where we need to be roughly. But ultimately, what may end up happening is that we may need to adjust considering whatever happens to our weight, right? If our weight starts to trend down, then we know, okay, cool. We're on the right track. Typically what we're looking for is about, for guys, about a pound to a pound and a half per week of weight loss. Weight gain is much slower. So we'd probably be looking for no more than a quarter of a pound 
to half a pound of weight gain per week at most. Females is about half that. So if we're trying to lose weight, about half a pound down um, per week at most, typically when I see females who are trying to lose fat, okay? If we're seeing more than that, great. We know we can probably bring our calories up a little bit. If we're seeing less than that, then over time, after enough time has gone by, typically two or three weeks of consistency, then we know, okay, we may need to adjust and bring calories lower, all right? Now, if you're intermittent fasting, do you need to eat less, eat more, do whatever? No, you still hit those calories, okay? People, like, at the end of the day, calorie balance is like a bank account. Even if you don't spend money in the morning, you are you might go out and spend all the money that you have budgeted for that day in the evening. It doesn't matter when you eat, what you eat, as long as it's healthy most of the time and the calories are being met, you still need to hit your calories, okay? Calories dictate how much weight you lose or gain. The type of calories dictate what that weight typically is, whether it's muscle or fat. So that's why we need to have sufficient amounts of protein, and then carbs and fats can be played around with depending on your preference, whatever you feel better with. If you prefer foods that are higher carb, great. If you prefer foods that are higher fats, awesome. You still need to nail your calorie targets, whether you use intermittent fasting or not, okay? So <clears throat> once you have set your calories and your protein, you're pretty much off to the races. You can pretty much start to implement Everything we just talked about, if you're fasting, you know, you could have lunch, a snack, and then dinner, uh, and you just have bigger meals so that you hit your calories. All that is going to just require time, right, in order to see progress. All you're going to need to do is stay consistent long enough to figure out, is this actually working or not? Because if it's working, great. You, you've, you've nailed it. You found your... Uh, you found your lifestyle uh, way of doing things, which is great, right? Fasting could be for you. Don't get frustrated though if fasting is not for you. If you start to eat and you're just like, man, I'm too full, um, I don't like this feeling, or I prefer to spread my food out a little bit more, then do it, right? Don't fall to fall into this trap of thinking that fasting is the only way to do it. Now, truth be told, I use intermittent fasting because I like my mornings to be very focused on work, working out, getting things done for the day, and I don't want to worry about food, okay? There are still times, though, for example, if I'm on vacation or if I am maybe traveling in a different time zone, I will I will eat breakfast sometime in the morning, sometime around 10, 9 o'clock, something like that. But 90% of the time, I, I even say 99% of the time, I don't eat in the morning. I typically just prefer to wait till midday to have my first meal. Because for me, I know, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate, as soon as you start to eat, my appetite starts to pick up. Even if I eat healthy salads and all that good stuff, my body says, okay, it's time to eat, let's keep eating. So I don't like to start eating early on because then my appetite starts to ramp up. It's one less thing I have to do in the morning so I can get more done. Uh, and I get to eat bigger meals. So if I do want to have, let's say, uh, homemade burgers and fries or something, and I want to have an 800 calorie dinner, I have the calories to do that. I don't have to worry about sticking to like a 400 calorie dinner or a 300 calorie dinner or something silly like that where I'm not going to be satisfied. I'm going to go to bed super hungry and cranky, and I just don't want that. Not to mention when I'm trying to maintain my weight, oh my, oh my gosh, then I can really incorporate a lot of extra stuff like 
desserts or maybe some alcohol even if I if I feel like it because I have more calories to play with. When I'm losing fat, I don't feel miserable and super hungry where I'm going to gnaw my arm off. I can lose fat consistently and I don't have to worry about being hungry and crazy hungry all the time. A little bit of hunger, sure, from time to time. Absolutely, it happens. But fasting allows me to do that. On the flip side with calories, right? Knowing my calories allows me to simplify my nutrition. I focus on eating quality foods, keeping my calories where they need to be, and just getting enough protein every day. And everything else takes care of itself. As long as you're active, as long as you're training, getting enough sleep, getting enough water, Everything else takes care of itself. You don't have to worry about being perfect with your macros all the time. You don't have to worry about hitting a certain number of carbs or going low carb or going keto or whatever. Keto is is great for some people because it simplifies things, might makes them feel a certain way, makes them feel better. But most people would just do so well if they focused on quality foods and hitting their calories. You'd be golden. So that wraps up today's topic on fasting and calories. If you enjoyed it, let me know. If you are uh, new to The True Transformation, be sure to subscribe to us on podcasts, on YouTube, and uh, be sure to check out our free Facebook group. The link can be found in the description of this uh, of this topic. And um, that's it. Josiah Novak, thetruetransformation.com. I appreciate you watching. Talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.